National Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Asia Celestino, filling in for Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Heard live exclusively on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and The Center Club. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs, running middle market firms to improve your decision-making skills. Our first guest today is William Daughtry, Executive Director of Dominion Resources Innovation Center. He's brought to us by Joe Carey, our Renaissance Executive Forums partner in Richmond. William, welcome to our show. Appreciate being here. Of course, of course. Thanks for calling in. So can you tell a little bit about your path to your company? Yes. The basis of our company is we work with scientists and engineers, mostly PhDs, to develop their products. Most of them have developed their ideas and prototypes during their doctoral work. And so we guide them through the process and help them raise capital and commercialize products. Fantastic. And what background experience do you have? So prior to Dominion, what was your job? Well, I started out after graduate studies as a nuclear physicist and worked in designing nuclear reactors for several years. And then I was in service during Vietnam and got my MBA following that and joined what was then Price Waterhouse in their corporate management consulting career uh, or service and was in corporate uh, consulting for about 25, 27 years maybe. And I've run some manufacturing companies. I was asked to run a, a health research organization for a while where we were funding research for pharma products, if you would, healthcare products and commercializing those. So uh, I've been... I have a pretty broad and and uh, interesting background. Yes, a lot of diverse experience on all areas of the spectrum. So what exactly sets Dominion Resources Innovation Center apart from other companies that are similar in your market? That's a very, very interesting question. You know, in this market, we find that there's a fair amount of innovation building up in Richmond. It hasn't been that way, but it's beginning to do that quite a bit. And what we find is that for we, we've developed sort of this ecosystem of science and engineers, and uh, they all work together very well. They appreciate each other's intellect, if you would, and it's a very collegial atmosphere. I mean, you can today, for example, one of the chemical engineers was sitting with one of the mechanical engineers, and they were talking about some aspects of a product that they wanted to develop. And that's, I think, one of the things that makes us different. The, so there's the collegiality, there's the 
focus on science and engineering with almost everybody being a PhD, which is, I think, pretty unusual. And the third point I think that's worth talking about is they all will produce products that have to be manufactured. And for the Virginia and and the United States, manufacturing is something that I think uh, we can certainly be happy to add to. Okay, so just to clarify, all of the businesses and entrepreneurs that are a part of your program, they're all within the science and engineering and manufacturing side of a business or industry? Yes. Okay. That's right. And Everyone. Uh, every, everyone is that way. Some are closer to manufacturing than others. Some have already started some manufacturing. So, yep, we are pretty diverse. Okay, and how do you focus on helping entrepreneurs and how do you define whether they're an early stage company or not? Well, most of them are fairly early stage, without a doubt. In many cases, they have a prototype that they've developed that they need to go to their manufacturability on that prototype, if you would, and raise capital. So in my point, when we first meet with these folks, and when I first meet with these folks, I try to understand what their market is and their understanding of what it takes to go from concept to prototype to production. And mostly, the most I think the most important thing is that they know they need help. The people that come into that are stay with us say, you know, Bill, I, I know the science, but I really need your help in the business side. And I think the I think the fact that I have some business, I mean, I have some science background helps because when we're having conversations about technology, I'm certainly not up to their level, but neither am I totally like the deer in the headlights. So that translation, I think, from the science to the business, I think attracts people and also is unique, I think, with the kind of doubt. And you mentioned that they often have a prototype or they're starting to raise capital for their company. How do you evaluate the commercial viability of these startups that you're considering taking under your wing? You know, it all starts in the market. It all starts in the market. And I certainly am not able to, in, in every case, determine whether the science is appropriate. But when we look at the market and we look at the market needs, uh, for instance, one of the devices is very much uh, has a very high efficiency in, in its product, and we know that there's demands in the market in very specific markets for that. So my analysis has to be: Do we understand what the market is? Have we got to pass what I call technology risk and are moving into market risk? Most investors, unless they're friends and family, and very early stage. Seed investors would rather not have to be concerned with the technology risk. In other words, they want to make sure this thing works. And if it's now we've shown it works, we've got a market, we can value this thing based on the market, then I think we have a fair chance of, of raising the capital. Interesting. Bill, I got a, a I got a lot of questions for you, but we have to take a really quick break. Okay. No problem. Um, we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire? 
or try and pass that business on to your children. At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. I'm speaking with Joanna Stasiak-McBeth, Senior Vice President for Cash Management at Commercial Bank of California. Can you share with our audience Commercial Bank of California's approach to cash management? Absolutely. From simple online accounting reporting to a full cash management solution, we have exactly what your business needs. Our secure online access allows you to access your balance reporting, online electronic statements, stop payments, uh, process your outgoing international and domestic wires, process your ACH origination services. We also have online Logbox services, target balance accounts, loan sweep, same-day clearing presentment, and every other solution that your business will need. To understand the true power of how Commercial Bank of California can help you achieve your goals, give us a call at 714-431-7000 or visit us on the web at www.cbcal.com or at our new headquarters at 19752 MacArthur Boulevard in Irvine. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. Welcome back to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Asia Celestino, filling in for Rick Franzi. We want to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 16,000 shows during the last 30 days. That is incredible. We here at Critical Mass Radio appreciate your continued and growing support. All shows can be heard live on radio station, octalkradio.net, or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. We'd like to welcome back Bill Daughtry. Bill, I have so many questions for you, and you have such an innovative business that seems to be helping other entrepreneurs in Virginia. And I'd like to know, what exactly is Dominion's mission? 
because there are similar entrepreneur programs that we have here in Southern California. And for them, they would like to increase local sustainability or small businesses in a specific geographic area. So for your business, Dominion Resources Innovation Center, what is your mission? Well, I think there are two missions, basically, two broad missions. Uh, economic development is certainly one, which is consistent with uh, the mission there of Southern California, I'm sure. The companies, you know, once they're out of the incubator or ready to move out of the innovation center, can, you know, hopefully move into other localities with jobs and manufacturing. Then the Dominion Resource, the Dominion Connection, Dominion Resources, is the fourth largest power utility in the country, and they are they're always interested in technology that they think could either be sustainable or has a good future from an investment point of view through their investment vehicle, which is not is a, a association that they're in that invests in in technologies. So I think they're the the two missions are, are really there. The the members themselves' objective, of course, is consistent with both. They want to go out, uh, form a company, and manufacture the product. Okay. That brings me to my next question, which is, I know that Dominion powers entrepreneurs through the experiences and the facilities and the resources. So can you talk a little bit more about what your innovation center actually provides for the entrepreneurs that join your program? Well, we provide uh, space, offices, all the support services as far as Internet and copy machines and telephones and that type of thing, though most people obviously use their their own phones, their cell phones. And in the cases of several of the companies, we have wet labs so that they can work on their product development. Now, the wet labs are pretty unique uh, with our organization as well because there's quite a shortage in this area, even with the universities, uh, not having labs that they can supply for people that are out commercializing. So the wet lab that we have, the wet labs that we have, are letting the chemical engineers and the chemists and and, uh, even the electrical engineer that we have do some work in the lab themselves as they refine their product. That, uh, those wet labs come with the facility as well. And then what we do is we charge a monthly fee, and that includes everything, including whatever guidance. I'm there basically full-time, so I'm included in that overall fee. Those are such amazing resources, especially for the industry that you specialize in. So... You offer these resources and you offer all of these great things, networking opportunities, collaboration, the experience of Dominion. What do you ask for in return from these entrepreneurs or these business leaders? Are you taking any equity in their company? No, we don't. You know, at one time that was considered. And I think the conclusion was that because of several factors, one being the the long-term nature of engineering and science companies coming up to speed, if you would, with their products, that really is a service, I think, somewhat of a service and of economic development potential that they felt, okay, that was sufficient. 
without taking equity. So, no, we're probably a bit unique in that as well. Very interesting. And how long do you allow them to stay with you? You know, that is an interesting question because I, I don't set a specific timeline that you have to be gone. But there are times when I feel that we have to push pretty hard so that they can understand that it's time to leave. And that's the difference. I would much rather have a company come to me after I've been pushing on a subject or they've been pushing on a subject and it hasn't been successful for them to say, you know, it's really time we've done all we can do. And that's happened on several occasions in the past couple of years. Wow. And that, that to me, you know, you can see it coming. But to, to force them out if they don't have the product on their head but not concluded it leaves sort of a bad taste in their mouth because this is kind of like their children, you know, that they've raised. So, so far, you know, there's a judgment call, no question about it. Um, with one of the companies, they've been working for a long time on there to get the, the refinement to the prototype. And I understand some of the difficulties that they've had, which are more in materials than they are in the science. And they have some major material companies working with them very closely that are advancing their products and the technologies to work with this potential product because of the very, very large market potential that is recognized. So you have to almost take it case by case. Absolutely, and I'm sure that's a problem that's specific, again, to your industry and the types of businesses that you take on because they can't just jump into a completely different business plan or idea because it is manufacturing. And one of the questions we like to ask each of our guests here at Critical Mass Radio Show is, what is your guiding principle? So what are the core values that kind of advance you or help you push your company forward? High ethical standards and candor. Short and sweet. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, I, you know, if, if I don't feel that the people I'm dealing with are being candid with me are really, you know, when they are seeking help, you know, that they say they need help, they need help. That's sort of been my, you know, there's an ethical component always, and that's wrapped in there. That's sort of been my guiding light, you know, when I was dealing with corporate clients. And, you know, if, if that sense of ethics wasn't there, you were certainly not in the ball game. And so that flows right over to, to these folks. Makes sense. And since we're based in Southern California, this is our Coast to Coast episode, I, I've heard you have a web program for a virtual membership with Dominion available. Is that true? We do. Yes, absolutely do. Can you talk a little bit about that for any of our entrepreneurs listening who may like to join? Sure. There are certain companies that, for instance, are not necessarily in the area or who are in the area that don't require office space or lab space. What I do is I work with them on the same basis I work with the other companies. If, if they're close enough, then I meet with them periodically right now i'm working with somebody in pittsburgh okay for instance and we're doing that on the phone and through emails and through go to meeting and that type of thing so i charge a monthly fee that gives them access for x number of hours 10 12 hours and often if it takes more that's fine and then we go through the process and set up a project plan to say here's what you got accomplished and then i just work and guide them through that so it's, it doesn't have the same 
factor of the camaraderie that the guys on site do, but I think the guidance that they get is still of the same, hopefully of the same value to them. Absolutely, and having someone to kind of advise you or give you feedback on your business plan and the progress that you're making is detrimental to a business. How can people get in contact with you or learn more about your company? Well, the probably the let me give you two things. Let me give you a telephone number, which is 804-368-8610, and that comes right to my office. And our web, my email address is, and they might spell it, it's William. Daughtry at dominnovation.com. Okay, and that's Daughtry, D-A-U-G-H-T-R-E-Y, Daughtry. Um, Bill, thank you so much for calling into our show. We'll have to thank Joe Carrier, Renaissance Executive Forums Partner in Richmond, for bringing you to us. We really appreciate having this conversation with you. My pleasure, and uh, good luck to you. I've enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's my cell, 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. 
Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Asia Celestino, filling in for Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio shows may be the answer for you. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their efforts with the show. We deliver over 30,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions a month. To learn more, please contact Rose Chamora at 951-515-4661. All shows can be found on our website at www.criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Now, I'd like to welcome our guests in person from the University of Phoenix, Kendra Angier, Campus Vice President, and Scott Blumel, Lead Faculty Area Chair, to our show. Thank you so much for coming in person. Yes, thank you. We're delighted to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'd like to get some background from both of you because I know you have very interesting um, careers behind your current positions at University of Phoenix, but we have to jump right in. What is your thought leadership series? I was so excited to hear about this from Rick because I love thought leaders. I love LinkedIn. I'm always searching for new knowledge on any subject. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Certainly. Um, just for a little bit of background first about the university, if I uh, may, is um, you know we offer um, very traditional programs to a non-traditional um, student population. Uh, most of our students are working learners um, who attend our classes in the evening or on the weekends in a variety of degree programs that really fit with career pathways, whether that's in business finance, um, accounting, marketing, and then certainly law enforcement, education, nursing, um, healthcare, and information technology. Um, one of the things that we try to do for our students as well as for our alumni and our community members is to provide extended learning outside of the classroom. It's a great way for networking, um, for collaboration, and just really to um, increase the intellectual capacity of our, um, of our community. And so we had this brainchild with our current thought leadership series that started with the topic around happiness. And um, as we started to explore some of the current um, trends and topics that are um, happening in leadership, regardless of which industry cluster you might look at, um, we started to put two and two together around, gosh, we've got these themes around happiness and just wellness. We've got some themes around just global megatrends and just the the rate of change um, that's happening um, across the globe um, and how that impacts the workplace, how that impacts um, marketing and just kind of consumer insights technology. And um, then that led to some other topics topics that we'll talk about a little bit later around um, leading in the new normal. So what in the world is happening when you think about kind of chaos and um, leadership um, you know, theory? And so we're kind of actually going to weave in some military expertise um, when it comes to leading in the new normal. And then um, we're going to end our series in February with a topic around mindfulness and um, emotional intelligence. So really kind of bringing it back full circle to that, you know, um, emotional intelligence, um, self um, awareness, self-regulation, and how to really kind of mobilize um, people as well as um, managing your own energy as part of that leadership. All of these subjects are absolutely amazing. I love them. 
I'm so interested. I wish I would have gone to the last one with Rick, but I wanted to know what, so describe one of these events. What happens? Okay. So I'll talk a little bit about the event that we um, launched our leadership series off with in uh, September, which was on achieving happiness. And so um, we uh, were fortunate enough to run across three amazing women that are accomplished um, authors, um, inspirational speakers, and uh, had, a, had a conversation, really. So uh, kind of our platform is to have a conversation um, to uh, increase, I guess you might say, awareness and elicit dialogue around some of these topics. And so the piece around happiness is, you know, we think about happiness in terms of um, serendipity. and like, oh, I feel happy at the moment, um, when in fact happiness is something that can be synthesized. And so how do you really create a happy and healthy lifestyle? How do you create habits around happiness? And um, so our speakers talked a lot about um, wellness, um, and kind of the a healthy lifestyle, but also weaved in the importance of goal setting. And so one of our inspirational speakers um, shared quite a bit around um, different facets of your life to set some goals around. And so um, our audience really walked away with how do you define personal and professional success and just some real practical tips and tactics for them to achieve happiness and balance in their lives. So interesting. And another great, like I said, all of these events have really great themes. Another great one that Rick Franzi got to make it out to was the Thought Leadership Series on Megatrends. And we have a couple of interviews from there. So let's go ahead and play that one. All right. We're at the University of Phoenix Thought Leadership Series. This is at Gardena, California, their campus. And we're talking about the five global megatrends. And I'm speaking with Mike Quindazzi. He's with PwC. Mike, you're the keynote speaker today. Can you share with our audience at Critical Mass Radio, what are these five global megatrends? Thanks, Rick. Yeah, there's really a few macroeconomic forces and other things that are going, dynamics that are going on in the world that are going to and then are already significantly impacting not only business but also society. The first trend is really around people and how people are changing. We call it demographic shifts. The second trend is about uh, economic power and the shift of economic power and GDP power and purchasing power that's shifting to different countries around the globe. The third component of it is really um, a trend that's been going on for a while and will continue into the future is all around urbanization. That's people moving to cities. Fourth uh, is resource scarcity and and climate change. And with those three initial trends that I shared with you, uh, it's putting a bigger burden on our resources. We are working with finite resources in this world and it's definitely impacting the way uh, that we're going to have to deal with resources and the way that we're going to have to deal with how we you know, do business and also with others around us. And the, the fifth trend is all around technology advancements. And while we've made significant advancements here to date, there's a lot more in store in the future. Are these megatrends accelerating or continuing at the same pace? Do you see them accelerating? As you're, as you're describing the five, I'm thinking, yeah, those are major megatrends, and my, my sense is they might actually be accelerating too. And, yeah, I believe they are accelerating. When you look at how long it took the U.K. to uh, increase their – to double their GDP, it was about 100 years. When you look at the U.S., it took us about 50 years to – increase our GDP during the second um, industrial revolution. During what I'll call maybe the third industrial revolution, it took China 15 years to double their GDP. Now, the big difference that we have here with some of these emerging E7 countries like China and India and Indonesia and Brazil is that uh, there's just massive amounts of people that are, that are moving to cities that are becoming educated 
um, that are becoming uh, part of the middle class. So definitely uh, changing the dynamics of where consumers are, uh, where people um, are going to need health care, and uh, where people are going to need resources just to live to the standard that they're moving into. It seems like these are mega trends that are maybe presenting opportunities as well for small and middle market companies. Well, I think there's huge opportunities around the world, and typically when we look for opportunities, we don't just look at a country level. We look at a city level. That's really where all the action is. Uh, and cities are becoming bigger and more powerful. Um, by the by, the year 2030, we'll see uh, 200 uh, more cities in China with a million people and 400 across the, the globe with a million people or more. Our megacities will also grow uh, from about... 23 right now. Those are cities with over 10 million people to over 40. This is Rick Franzi. I'm at the University of Phoenix Thought Leadership Series. We're at the Gardena campus and we're talking about the five global megatrends. I have one of the panelists with me, Mark Steinman. He's a human resources executive. Mark, what are you going to be sharing with the audience today? I think we're going to focus in on what workforce trends look like, workforce models, and how organizations can be more thoughtful about attracting and retaining employees. How are the trends for workforce development and workforces affecting middle market companies? The audience for Critical Mass Radio Show, $2 to $100 million companies. What advice do you have for them based on what you're going to be sharing tonight? Uh, the old traditional approach to trying to attract and retain employees isn't going to be effective or helpful. And so what they'll need to do is really rethink who they are and what kind of individual that they're looking for. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight, about the trends, but also how it impacts them directly. The audience is mostly North American, but I understand that we are talking about global megatrends that are affecting companies. So this is not only for North America, but it sounds like you're going to be talking about content from around the world. Absolutely. We're going to be looking at content from around the world. We'll make sure it applies to the audience here specifically. But people are people across the, uh, the globe, and they're looking for very similar things. Well, good luck tonight, and I look forward to hearing your content. Great. Thank you very much. Look forward to talking to you. A lot, a lot of great content coming from the topic of mega trends in the global economy and business. And we're going to get some feedback from our guests from University of Phoenix, Kendra and Scott, right after this quick break from our sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. that over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. 
You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's myself. 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Asia Celestino, filling in for Rick Franzi. All shows can be heard live on radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher, and other business-oriented podcasting services. We want to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download the show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 16,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program really appreciate your continued and growing support. Now, I'd like to welcome back our guests, Kendra Angier, Campus Vice President, and Scott Blumel, Lead Faculty Area Chair, to our show. Thank you again for joining us. What did you think about those interviews from the Megatrends event? I loved uh, I loved the interviews. I mean, the reality is the, the data that they provide is, is indisputable. Um, it is uh, we, we can look back in time and, and see that uh, those trends are occurring, and, and in order for us to be uh, and maintain relevance in the in the business community. We we we've got to address these uh, issues, uh, and, and really two points to that: um, a for our students, uh, and and by proxy uh, for the business community that that those students serve. Uh, it's great data. Uh, it's an opportunity for us to uh, to show real world experience inside of the classroom. Use it today, or learn it tonight. Use it. Uh, use it tomorrow. But also in my in, in my my day job, I'm a financial advisor. So these uh, again feed very well into uh, kind of that that third leg of, of what would be uh, the the normal uh, of of investments. Uh, the emerging markets, the the capital that is that is going to the new emerging markets, that infrastructure rebuilding is is absolutely critical, and I think very very thoughtful in the sense that it's. You know, it, it's paving the way for what will be uh, ultimately the, the new growth uh, growth areas. Great. And, Kendra, I'd love to hear your thoughts as well, but we have a couple more interviews. So while you're thinking about what you thought about those, let's listen to these. 
This is Rick Franzi. I'm at the University of Phoenix Thought Leadership Series. Today we're studying and learning about the five global megatrends that are affecting business not only here in the U.S. but around the globe. I'm talking with Paul Sandman. He's Director of Business and Consumer Insights for McDonald's Corporation. He's one of the panelists tonight. Paul, what will you be talking about with the audience? Well, Rick, the when we talk about megatrends uh, from a global perspective, a lot of times people want to find out how does this really affect my particular business. And in McDonald's, that's what we deal with every day. That's how we develop our marketing plan. So, for instance, uh, when we talk about you know the ethnic environment on here, uh, Southern California is you know we're a majority ethnic environment, and all of our marketing plans are. You know, we start off with ethnic insights in terms of how do we develop our plans on here. So from the products that we sell to the way that we communicate to our customers, um, if you look at the uh, increase in digital and technology that translates in terms of how we communicate to our customers, um, how they'll be ordering their products in the future. So a lot of these trends that you see on a global basis, you know, they they eventually come down to the uh, – the actual restaurants that you'll find just around the corner. So we're here in Gardena, California, which for those that don't know, it's kind of halfway between Los Angeles and Orange County, if you will. And you were saying earlier that a lot of national trends originate here in Southern California. Is that true with some of the mega trends that we see that we're going to be talking about today? Are they starting here in Southern California? Well, to give you an idea, is in Southern California, um, the Southern California market is essentially it's about 70% ethnic and about 30%. Um, Caucasian. If you look on a national basis, that's essentially flipped. It's about 70% Caucasian and 30% ethnic. So the the trends that we see here and the products that we have to come out with with our consumers, they're going to eventually end up in Chicago and St. Louis and the rest of the country. So, you know, we're very much on a progressive front in terms of how we're going to, you'll see the business of, of McDonald's throughout the country going forward. Well, I'm looking forward to your part as a panelist on the five global megatrends, the 2015, 14, and 15 Thought Leadership Series with the University of Phoenix. Thanks for your time. Thanks a lot, Rick. This is Rick Franzi. I'm at the University of Phoenix Thought Leadership Series. We're at their Gardena campus, and tonight we're talking about the five global megatrends affecting business across North America and around the world. I'm speaking right now with Peter Max Miller. He is the campus college chair for the University of Phoenix. What are you expecting to hear tonight? I think we're going to hear... uh Basically, what are the trends approaching in the future? Uh, what are the trends that we can anticipate our students being prepared for? And that's the whole purpose of the business school at the University of Phoenix, is that we want to take our students and instead of uh, them getting out into the management roles and wondering what has happened, uh, we can prepare them to make things happen. And when we talk about megatrends, we're looking at things that are really going to be changing the world in terms of demographics, in terms of... Uh, Things like like uh, changing economies and emerging markets, changes in our technology, and all those things put together are going to make a lot of demands on the new managers in their roles tomorrow. And that's what we do here at the University of Phoenix. We prepare those people to do that, to be the leaders. One other question. Uh this is only one in a series of thought leadership series. I know there's there are others scheduled for later this year and early next year. What is the impetus behind the thought leadership series? Again, it's to uh, just the title implies it's to make people think, make people think about what's going on. And uh, one of the basic ones uh, last week, for example, was on happiness, which is interesting too because we can't we can't forget about the fact that why are we doing all these things? It's really is to to, to have happy people. And, uh, but the whole leadership uh, series that we have is, is, again, to prepare people 
it's uh, very, very uh, tied into the business school and tied into the other schools and the campus because we're trying to prepare people for the future. And, and that's what we're trying to get is the people to think about the future, people to be ready to act for the future as well, too. Dr. Miller, thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. Again, those were some sound bites from the University of Phoenix, their recent thought leadership series on megatrends. Rick Franzi was able to make it out there and get some interviews. We have Kendra Angier and Scott Blumel from the University of Phoenix. Kendra, tell us about the thought leadership series coming up. Yep, absolutely. So our next event will be on December 4th in our Ontario Learning Center. So we're, we're on the road with our leadership series. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about um, the details around this, um, we have an Eventbrite page, which is uopxsoutherncalifornia.eventbrite.com. Again, uopxsoutherncalifornia.eventbrite.com. So let me just tell you a little bit about this um, leading in the new normal. So um, this particular thought leadership series is um, geared towards helping leaders um, today adapt and navigate in an increasingly uh, dynamic environment. And uh, in particular, we will reflect on the leadership strategies that are currently being used in the military. Um, So I think probably the best uh, way to coin it is um, the military, um, especially uh, all of the things going on in the Middle East probably in the last 15 years have really taken on the mantra about adapt and react. And so we're very excited to have Major um, General uh, James A. Marks, um, retired general, CNN correspondent, and now our new executive dean um, for University of Phoenix's College of Criminal Justice and uh, security. So we're very excited to have him coming to Ontario to address the military leadership strategies at this event and to share best practices and lessons learned, um, again, with community members, our students, uh, and alumni, and um, how they can apply those leadership strategies in um, the civilian workforce, or what we would say, in the new normal. Um, So, uh, again, we're uh, looking forward to that event on December 4th. So, so impressive. And can anyone attend this, or do you have to be a student or a friend of the university? (laughs) This event is open. Uh, It's complimentary, which means it's free to the public. And uh, we will have criminal justice as well as business students attending. Okay. And quick question before we go. How does it feel to see these productions come to life? Because they were just thoughts, and now you're having an entire series dedicated to Absolutely. people leading them. Yeah, it's um, for me. What's amazing is that our speakers' mindfulness, happiness, and then I'll talk a little bit about our next one after leading in the new normal. Um, these are all people that we have met in the community that are thought leaders that are passionate about these topics and are coming to speak at the University of Phoenix to really impart uh, that knowledge and incite that dialogue. And so I think that's the most exciting thing is that we have um, amazing leaders in our local community um, that are um, thought leaders and knowledge experts that are willing to come and uh, partake in these conversations with us. Great. And I wanted to thank you two for coming into the studio. We definitely did not have enough time at all. I had so many more questions, so we'll have to have you back on Critical Mass Radio sometime soon. I appreciate you having us. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you. Of course. So we're going to wrap it up for today. The goal of this show is to help your listening audience of CEOs running middle market companies to improve your decision-making skills. We had a lot of great guests. This show has been brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University Commercial Bank Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and the Center Club of Costa Mesa. Again, we want that link to the Eventbrite 
profile for um, the Thought Leadership Series with University of Phoenix. Can you give that to us? Absolutely. So our Eventbrite page, follow us. We have amazing events all the time. We're actually getting ready to launch a healthcare-related series as well. So please follow us on uopxsoutherncalifornia.eventbrite.com. Okay, and that's kind of hard to remember. So if you guys can't find it, we'll make sure to have Crystal put it on our website. And it's Critical Mass for Business, forbusiness.com. And our engineer for today's show, as always, is the fabulous Paul Roberts. Our producer is Crystal Nunley. Our associate producer, Amanda Pointer. Our guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard. Our live events coordinator and also social media is Melissa Padani. Our VP of sales, Rose Chamora. And I'm your host, Asia Celestino, filling in for the irreplaceable executive producer of this show, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about us, please visit criticalmassforbusiness.com. Again, we're going to have that Eventbrite link for the University of Phoenix if you'd like to attend their next thought leadership series. So make sure to visit us online and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show, business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. 